Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today, I have a great subject I want to talk about, which is perception. A lot of people ask me this frequently. They're like, Will, why did you move from Costa Rica to Thailand? Because some actually feel that it's a downgrade. Because a lot of people, uh, especially in the United States, they're not too familiar with Asia because it's such a far way to travel. And Americans are really, they're not good travelers. They're not known to really want to sit on an airplane uh, for multiple legs, taking 24 hours to get to the destination. And that's exactly how long it takes to get to Thailand. You know, you're taking two, maybe three legs and with layovers, it's a good 24 hours of travel time. Unlike Canadians or other Europeans where travel a day or two, uh, that's a cakewalk. They're more open to doing that. So I do get that question from time to time, which is, Will, why did you move from Costa Rica to Thailand? And all I can tell them is very simply maturing. So let me give you a scenario. For those that are familiar with Chuck E. Cheese, you know, Chuck E. Cheese uh, for Americans, especially for baby boomers and Gen Xers, it's a place that we used to go as a, as a kid. We used to love to have our birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese, which is basically a pizzeria. So they specialize in pizza, but obviously more geared towards children. There's an arcade, there's a lot of fun games. You win, you know, you can win tickets and then you can exchange the tickets for goods like, uh, let's just say little rings or stuffed animals. It's almost like a little mini amusement park, and it's so much fun. It's a place that every single kid wants their birthday party. My brother had one, and I had one. So I remember uh, in elementary school having my very first uh, birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. And the pizza came out, and it was one of the most, it was one of the tastiest pizzas I've ever had in my life. I'm like, wow, Chuck E. Cheese, the pizza here is just fantastic it's so freaking good and every time i went back for different birthday parties for my birthday my brother's birthday party it was always the same consistently good and again my taste buds were as a young kid uh in elementary school and the same goes with different other foods and and again i love to use food as an analogy because it's very relatable Another one is like Wiener Schnitzel. I'm a huge hot dog fan. You know, I love sausages. Uh, so who doesn't love a sausage in a bun or hot dog? And again, I remember when I was young going to Wiener Schnitzel. So Wiener Schnitzel is an American franchise for hot dogs. And again, it was a great hot dog. It was freaking delicious and it was incredible. And I always wanted more. But isn't it funny how when you get older and you go back to these establishments, you're like... Oh my God, this food is garbage. It is so low quality. It is just horrible. How did I like this as a child? Because I remember in my 20s, my late 20s, with my friends all pumping out kids and you know they're doing their birthday parties and stuff at Chuck E. Cheese. So it was maybe it's like early 30s, late 20s. Some of my friends had kids really, really young. Going to Chuck E. Cheese, eating a pizza, I'm like, oh my God, it's horrible. It's like freaking tomato sauce on cardboard or going back to Wiener Schnitzel. I'm like, this is the worst hot dog, the lowest quality meat ever. <laughs> That's how I compare 
in my days in Latin America. Now, my brother and I, if you heard the story, used to go to Mexico every opportunity we had. And it was always a dream of ours to eventually have a home there because we love the fish. We went to Mexico to fish. And we've always told ourselves it's a lifelong dream for my brother and I to own a, a sprawling home right on a beautiful beach where our backyard, we can just we can just fish. It was great as a child. It was even fun at, when I was in college, going there for spring breaks. But as I got older, as my taste got more sophisticated, it changed. And I could truly say, obviously, there are huge thriving cities throughout Latin America, whether it's San Jose, Costa Rica. I mean, it's a fairly good sized city. Nothing like Mexico City. I mean, Mexico City is huge. And, and there are parts of Mexico City that are absolutely gorgeous, where it feels like you're walking down, um, you know, like Irvine. It's that beautiful. But the problem was, is being in Latin America, I still felt like I was in a second world country. The infrastructure wasn't catching up to technology. Technology was always five, 10 years behind. We're here in Asia. Oh my God, did you know that United States for first world nations has one of the slowest internets in the world? Here in Asia, actually the fastest and best internet is here in Asia. South Korea with being the fastest for mobile internet speeds. The technology here is incredible. And you may be surprised, you're like, what? Thailand, second world nation has better technology in the States? Yes. Let me give you some examples of payment. So maybe some of you, most of you listening to this are actually listening on iPhone. Uh, so whether you've used your Apple Cash app or not, which is a fantastic app to use if you live in the States. You load it up, you can go to your McDonald's or wherever and just use it or pay a friend or if you're splitting a tab, you know, for dinner. It's very, very convenient. But here in Thailand, they've been using that for years. And believe it or not, Thailand is becoming to be more of a cashless society than Western countries. We use apps to pay for everything on a regular basis. My wife and I go to lunch, there it is. There's a QR code, you pay the vendor with, with your banking app. Very, very straightforward, very convenient, no need to carry cash. And there are so many things like public transportation, our public transportation just is leaps and bounds better than the United States and many other Western nations. I mean, look at our BTS system. It's state-of-the-art. It's clean. It's efficient. It's awesome. And it's inexpensive. Even other places, obviously Japan with their bullet trains, Taiwan and their MRT system is incredible. So that's why I felt things like these were lacking in Latin America. My taste as a young adult, as a child going back and forth to Mexico, Cabo, and even in college and after college, you know, really concentrating, concentrating professionally in Central America and South America, I just didn't feel like it was catching up fast enough. Still felt like it was a little bit back in the Stone Age. So it was quite a refreshing shock when I came here to Thailand. I'm like, wow. 
this is great. And if you have the dough, oh my God, go to places like Singapore. It's like tech heaven. Taiwan, Taipei is incredible. Japan, Seoul, Korea. So freaking awesome. I mean, the technology, how clean the cities are. It's just so efficient. So efficient. You can, you can work better. Uh, quality of life is better because of technology. And I think that that should be very important to you as an expat. And for those of you that are not as tech savvy, maybe you're in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, don't worry. It's not like you're sitting there programming any, anything. It's as easy as downloading an app, filling in your information, creating a password, and, off, and you're good to go. It's that simple. It's, there's nothing difficult about it. And people here are very helpful too, especially if you're going to the bank to open your account. They'll show you how to use the apps. So it's very, very efficient and very easy. So that's why it's very important uh, for most of you, for many of you. When you've been going someplace all your life, ever since you've been a child, you've been vacationing there year after year, it's the same old freaking thing every single year. And then you told yourself, yeah, when I get older or when I have money, uh, this is where I want to retire. Well, make sure that that country and that city really truly has the technical advances that's going to better your life. And that's one of the great things I love about Asia and Southeast Asia is because these countries from Thailand to Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, even Philippines, Malaysia, Indonesia. You know, these countries have been very, very poor for decades upon decades. But over the last 10 to 15, 20 years, man, have they just rised. And, and because they're so poor, they couldn't get really any poor. Instead, because of the opportunities, because of outsourcing, they, the citizens became richer and richer and richer because also tourism. So more money was coming to the country. So they can start from scratch. Where in America, yes, I definitely want better technology, I want better transit system, I want better everything, better infrastructure. But the problem is it's already developed country there's just too much to retrofit, cost more to retrofit, cost even more to tear down and rebuild. And that's the problem with places like the United States and also Europe. Some of it's just too old. And people don't want it to change. People don't want to tear it down. People don't want to retrofit. But here in Asia, all you can do is just build more and building better and building things that are more efficient for its citizens. That's what makes Thailand such an amazing country. So think hard again before you consider that destination you've been going for decades and decades, and maybe that's a place that you finally want to retire, you've been only going there on vacation. Well, is it really the right place for you? Has your taste changed? Have you more sophisticated taste buds? I bet you have. So something to consider. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we'll see you in Thailand.